You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. another episode of the lakers fast break podcast it's gerald glasser coming right back at you here from lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football and game source we truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all our shows and if you can please give us a five star review on apple podcasts plus if you can like share subscribe follow or do anything that you can to support us right here at the lakers fast break especially after a tough game like this it is sincerely appreciated. Well, the Lakers, unfortunately, today, the offense was very stagnant. Defensively, they were pretty good for the most part, but still some lapses inside when it comes to points in the paint. But it was the offense that was very inefficient. And down the stretch, our MVP candidate, LeBron James, unfortunately, at the very last two minutes, didn't play like an MVP candidate. And the Lakers ended up losing in a rematch of the 2020 NBA Finals, 96 to 94. And here today to talk about everything going on with the game is a good man indeed. He is the mastermind of Lakerholics.com. You got to go ahead and check out everything that they're saying. And boy, they're saying a lot right now at Lakerholics.com. It is Laker Tom. And Laker Tom, you had mentioned before that you thought the real problem of the team right now is not on the defensive side, but on the offensive side. And after tonight's game, I don't think I'll disagree. Yeah, it was a tough game offensively. I mean, I thought you have to look at these games as difficult games because you're missing an awful lot with with Dennis Schroeder being out and Anthony Davis. There were some things that I thought were real good positives for the Lakers. I'd prefer at this point in time to focus on those. We we had opportunities to win the game, several of them, and uh, good wide open shots, and we just didn't make them. Well, I mean, for, well, can really, I just say this? Can I just say this? These were shots that should have been taken by LeBron to say because LeBron um, seemed very passive. I don't, in that I don't necessarily disagree with that, but what you have to realize is that. What Miami was doing at the end of the game was doubling LeBron. Yeah. And the Lakers played that strategy perfectly because what they were doing is rather than sending a big who was going to go to the basket, they were sending another guard to set a screen for him. And the guard was slipping to get an open shot. I mean, that's 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 how we came back there. Those are the those are the open shots. I will say the one there was, like I said, one of them with Kuzma getting that three point look should have hit that. You're right. I give you on that one. But Wesley Matthews trying to go ahead and not shooting something in rhythm with 12 seconds left in the game that I thought. I thought Wes, Wes had an open shot, but the problem is, is that's a shot going was, to your left. For and it right wasn't hander, rhythm. Which is, a, which is a tough shot. It wasn't a catch. Well, let, me, let, me, let me finish. Let me finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just wanted to say that, but go ahead. Yeah. The things that I thought were really positive about the game is the Lakers, the Lakers lack guys who have confidence in taking threes and they don't take enough threes. Tonight they shot 45 threes. And I really like that. I wish they would shoot 45 threes every single game. This is what they have to do in order to Rob is saying no on that one. This is what they have to do in order to beat in order to beat the three-point differential that is killing them. They had open shots, they couldn't hit them, but the shots that they were taking, these 45 threes were not hurried threes, were not highly contested threes. For the most part, they were wide open threes that they just could not hit. And until we make a trade to change the roster, we're still not going to see that change. The good signs were that Gasol. Although he missed, he left, he had more opportunities to shoot. 
he still made two of them. We saw a little bit of Kenny coming back, hitting three threes. Kuzma hit some good threes. I thought Kuzma played an excellent game defensively, rebounding-wise. I thought Wes Matthews played an outstanding game defensively on Butler. Jimmy Butler. Um, he really hassled him and harassed him the entire game. Um, and the defense held him to 35 points in the second half. You can't ask for more than that from the defense. They did an excellent job. Trez did a good job on Abadayo. You know, this is this is a game that is going to be a close game because the Lakers are missing two of their best players. Get used to this. We're going to see a lot of this between now and until Anthony Davis and Dennis Schroeder come back. But well, uh, the good sign is, is that they're they're making the right adjustments. They're still playing good defense. Um, they won the three-point war today, but they lost the game. But it was a close game, and it wouldn't have been a close game if they just hit just the league average, 37% instead of 28.9% from their threes. We got killed in points in the paint, and most of those weren't the overpowering type of points in the paint, and, and a lot of them really happened in the first half when we that's when we really fell way behind there. And a lot of that came with Gasol. Gasol is just too slow to stop at a bio, and he's able to get around him to score easy baskets and get around him to put in rebounds. A slow start again was the killer for the Lakers. You just can't get behind like that and fight uphill all the entire game. But, hey, listen, they came back with a strong opportunity. They stole that ball at the end. Um, I wish we'd had that timeout left that hadn't been wasted and we could have called that timeout and run a play. You don't want Caruso taking the game-winning shot. I'm sorry, Alex. And and a zero for Caruso just shows the problems that the Lakers have. We have too many guys who just cannot score, and we have too many guys who are not great shooters. We need three-point shooting badly. And, and uh, our record up until this game, when we had shot more than 10 when we'd shot more than 10 threes, we were 11 and one going into this game. We had five games where we shot 10 threes and we were three and five on that. You mean, you mean made 10 threes, right? Made 10 threes, right. And we had eight games, I think, but where we were less than 10 threes. That's a huge amount. Eight games where we didn't even make 10 threes in the game. Um, and we ended up winning only three out of eight of those games. So our problem is, is that we we don't have enough three-point shooting and the league this year is that we're up one percentage point, 1.1 percentage point and the average three-pointers made. 37 points is the average for a team now. So we're shooting 29.5% going into this and we shot 28.9 tonight. So we're going to slip a little bit there. So I think the priority that the, the Lakers are doing the right thing. Pardon? The season, we're shooting better than 29% for the season. No, 29. Uh, I'm sorry. We are shooting. The last 10 games, we've been at 29.5%. Excuse me. It's a three-point league. We did a good job defensively on threes. We did a good job defensively in the second half. You can see that the Heat, the Heat are not a playoff team. They're a, they're, they're a team that is not going to make the playoffs this year, and like I said last year, the only reason they made the, the finals was the bubble. Butler made those free throws at the end. We missed open shots at the end. So that's how the game goes. I disagree um, with you on the statement on Miami. I think yeah, me are, too, 100%. Uh, yeah, 100%. I, I would definitely put them in a matchup uh, at favorite as far as for the Knicks, as far as for the Hornets. As far as for the Hawks, I didn't say they were. I didn't say. Well, let's wait and see. You just said they weren't a playoff team. You just said they're a thirteen and eighteen team after tonight. Yeah, in the East Coast, they're a playoff team, but they've had whatever that means. They're a play-in team at best. COVID issues. Uh, They're going to be. I'll bet they're going to end up right around second. They rank twenty second among all of the teams in the league. Again, Laker Tom, this is. You, you, Without I mean, Goran Dragic, Jimmy Butler's barely played. They've had terrific yeah. injuries. They've missed games due to COVID. Like, yeah. all the bad luck that they've had, we are just now getting. So, like, let's let the chips fall where they may at the end of the yeah. season. This this calling them, at, like, ridiculous at this point in the season is ridiculous. You know, saying, it's, it's, saying Miami is not, not a playoff team is – They're going to be in the playoffs. They're sure, not, they're sure right not going to be in the finals, I'll tell you that much. Well, I didn't we'll say we're see. not going to get close to it. Or get close to it. 
We'll we're, see. Not, we're not saying that. I'm just saying that they're, they, get they are the a first round exit. Jimmy Bodacious will lead them to the promised land. Well, I'm we'll, telling we'll, you. See, we'll see what happens as far as that's concerned. I think they are a playoff team wherever playoff in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Right now, they lost three out of what three out of five on their trip. I think the only team they beat. No, they went, they went three and three on the trip. They, they beat, when they, they beat us, they one more game on the yeah, yeah. What good teams that they beat on the trip? Not sure. I know they lost to Golden State. I know they lost to Utah. And I know they. I know they beat Houston. They beat OKC. But then and they, the, beat, it, it, and they beat us. The so Lee, Lee Robin, you know as well as I do, in the NBA right. least or leastern, <laughs> as I call it. <laughs> you know, you could just hundred percent. There's only three good teams that people are, are concerned about at this point in time. I no, mean, Boston is. Boston's not there. They're not playing good. They're yeah. not playing good. They look better than they have been playing because well, yeah. we didn't guard them. I mean, yeah. Tom said they didn't shoot good, but they had wide open shots. You give Duncan Robinson wide open threes, you think he's going to miss those most of the time? No. We're nope. fortunate. How many wide open back door cuts did they get? We, I mean, Three or four. Yeah, Caruso, two of them. Yeah, they played. We, you know. THT, Caruso. Well, I, I don't. Again, though, when you're giving up only 96 points, that's under the league average. You're doing a pretty good job defensively overall. True, I think they gave up way too many points of paint. Again, another issue for the Lakers. But still, as you said, Lee Rob, I think you were shaking your head that you did not like what Tom said in regards no. to taking that many threes. No. I think it should be a little bit less than that. I thought they went a little bit too three happy and did not attack the paint enough. I think that was, uh, again, something that LeBron was missing pretty much in the last two minutes. Yeah, he might have been double teamed, but there are ways to get out of that double team and pass and get it right back to him so it can make you know easier things for him in that offense. I think he just didn't give uh, an emphasis on doing it uh, as much as I think he would in a normal situation. Maybe it was because he was fatigued. He just did not play at the level like someone who should you know, a lot of people think is the MVP front runner who I no longer think is the MVP front runner is playing right now. So, you know, be that as because it may. They doubled and sagged on him the entire game. But that's they why you, pass, three, you pass got off. 45 open three-point shots for a reason. Well, Tom, I'm not going <laughs> to argue with you on this. but Because they didn't want LeBron to drive to the basket. Well, Tom, I'm not going to argue with you on this, but there are ways to get you. You were a coach. You have been a coach. You know if somebody's being double teamed, Quick pass, pass right back, takes time for the double team to reform. You're gone. There's other ways to play around it. So don't don't say that there's no – just because someone's being double teamed that that's the end of it. They should just be out of the play entirely. LeBron I'm, I'm, has seen every type of defense over the, the 17, 18-plus years now he's been in the league. He's seen it all. There was something missing. Was he fatigued? Was he injured? Something Was he really unhappy with the refs as far as the way it was being called? Just something was missing in that last two minutes. He did not really come up to the plate like an MVP should. The only shot he took was a fadeaway in the corner three. And that was very disappointing to see because this whole team knows that it needs LeBron to be effective and to give you that pass at the right time or make the plays because the team cannot well, make the Miami, plays. Miami, he himself. also knew, Gerald. That's the whole point. I, well, think part again, of the, I think part of defended LeBron exactly the way that you strategically uh, yeah. defend LeBron. But there's you other ways on the get... outside. You sag in the middle. You give up as many threes as you want for a poor three-point shooting team. Uh, the offense could dictate a lot better than that. I thought the Lakers' offense could have dictated that last two minutes a lot better. That especially not a not a Frank Vogel offense that can't. Well, again, it, it comes down to. I'm serious. Like it's, it's, got, no, there's, a mis- there's, there's mystifying. Just, I mean, I'm looking at the box score right now, and like we shot so poorly, but there were three guys who were shooting really well who didn't play at all in crunch time: Gasol, Caldwell Pope, and Taylor Horton Tucker. Both of the, all three of those guys had effective games. Gasol was doing, shot two for six from three. He was one of our better three point shooters tonight. THT was two for three, one for two from three, and only played 17 minutes. I mean, I will say, you know, THT was kind of getting abused on defense and, and throughout, the, throughout the first. I would have put THT in. I would have taken Caruso out tonight. I didn't think, I thought that after Caruso got that T, mentally he wasn't in the game anymore. And I think the same with LeBron. I think between the refereeing and like, to your point, Gerald, I thought that LeBron did get hit guys when they were open. And then, you know, 
Wes Matthews turned down an open three. Kuzma turned down an open three. Guys were turning down open shots, and this has been a problem for the last going on month. You know, guys are overthinking the game of basketball. If you get that open pass in the corner, you let it fly. You don't think. You don't think about it. It's not a decision you're supposed to make. The decision has been made for you. You have the ball, you're open in the corner, and you shoot. I don't care if you're one for 12 for the game. And the same goes for open shots in the lane. When uh, 100%. What Vogel did do was having those guys, when they set set that pick, come up and flip the pick, and they were wide open. Sometimes at the free throw line or right in the lane, Caruso especially had it a couple times. KCP had it a couple times, and they wouldn't shoot the little 12-foot jumpers. Shoot that. I don't understand how – like, KCP finally has a good game, and it's like he gets five shots. First off, KCP should be mic'd up every night. Like, just tell him he's mic'd up. Whenever he's mic'd up, he has a good game. Even if he's not mic'd up, tell him he's mic'd up. And, oh, I'm mic'd up. I should have a good game. But, like – Go ahead. ahead. No, no, Joe. Finish first. Finish your statement first, because I got to go ahead and introduce you and Lee Rob right after. I know, I know, I know. We we got all we all jumbled up there. I know, I know. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. The better that these Marvel films do, the higher the standards are going to be for not just other films in general, but other Marvel films also. I think it's really hard to end a show with this many fans in a satisfying way. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Playing worldwide on radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. This is my issue with the Lakers is that it, the, the Frank Vogel offensive scheme is so simplistic. It's It makes Luke Walton look like an offensive genius. Uh, and that's saying something because Luke Walton doesn't run a discernible offense either. So uh, if you don't have LeBron James on this team, this isn't a playoff team. Even with Anthony Davis, I'm not sure this is a playoff team without LeBron James. And that is a problem. It's a problem when he goes to the bench. It's a problem even when Schroeder's in. Well, I can uh, tell you right now that's a problem because, again, when Braun went out for that brief bit in the third quarter, they scored zero points. They got outscored, right. I think, close to 10 to nothing in that time frame. And that was only, you know, LeBron had to come back right away. He he sat on the floor for two minutes, maybe? Two minutes. Two minutes. Right, right, exactly. Right. Yeah. I, it's a problem. It's a big yeah. problem. And I, 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 it's weird because you'd think that, like, Jason Kidd might be able to be a little bit more of an offense. I don't know. Somebody on the bench, somebody somewhere. AD was doing more coaching tonight for crying out loud. I mean, AD was like bringing guy. You know, I, this is a problem, and I, I really, I'm starting to come to the opinion of Frank Vogel that I've long had for Mike D'Antoni, and like Mike, Mike D'Antoni's currently in his perfect role. He's an offensive coordinator with somebody else to take the to do the post game conference to do whatever a head coach does in the NBA these days. He doesn't have to worry about anything but the offense, which is what he is obviously the best at as a coach he's a terrible defensive coach he's a terrible motivational coach because he says things like oh we don't need a big man in the game you know you're just you're disrespecting your own players so frank vogel is that but a defensive coach he's just too focused on the defensive end and there's i don't see i mean there were times when i was like is there anybody gonna do anything like five guys standing around the perimeter nobody moving I think well, Wes yeah, Matthews it, and KCP move the least amount of two guards in the NBA. Like they don't move, and it's oh, I want to get mind-boggling. Sorry, I get, I, I'm, well, I'm no, I know Laker Tom. I know you got something to to go ahead and say. I, I want to get Lee Rob uh, a little bit involved here. Yo, Rob. I, yes. Well, Yo, I got Lee, Lee Rob. Lee Rob. Lee's a great name. Uh, I'm Lee sorry. Lee. All right. The handle All right. is L Rob. Yes. All right. Well, his handle might be Elrod, but I see Lee Rob well, right there. For 10 years, we called him Elrod. Okay. I well, I wasn't with longer you than that. for 10 years. Tomato, tomato. We're good. Yeah. All right. Longer, longer than that. Elrod's been around since the Lakers blog, baby. Okay. Okay. Well, for at least, Jamie, news could be better for the Lakers because, you know, yeah. DeMarcus Cousins may be on the way, but that's another issue. Yes. Come on, Boogdacious. Well, according to Sham Sharani, he's no longer playing for the Houston Rockets and they're working on a buyout. They just made his contract official and they're now working on a buyout because they want to go to to a much younger lineup and Christian Woods coming back. So they want to go younger. So they've talked about getting him his release in the not too distant. They want to play some defense is what they want to do. 
well, you know, <laughs> be that as Mookie's all, all NBA defense. What are you talking? L. Rob, I know you got plenty of thoughts on the game. Again, you disagreed with Tom on taking that many threes. I mean, offense is the issue, I guess, primarily right now. Because when you see the Lakers play that kind of defense, true, a lot of back cuts they couldn't, they shouldn't have given up. Alex Caruso looked befuddled at a couple times as well. Too many points in the paint because they didn't think they, you know, like with the Heat, just go ahead, no AD. We can go ahead and go in there all we want. But still, you're only giving up 96 points. So defensively, that's not too bad. Offensively, what do they need to do to manufacture some more points? Guys have to be aggressive. Guys have to, when you catch the ball, look at the basket. There's a, a thing that's 10 feet uh, that's hanging underneath the backboard. You have to look at it first. Caruso, look at the basket. It's okay to shoot the ball. You're in the game the whole game. You're catching it. You're, I mean, you got to attack the basket. You got a decent handle. Get in the lane. Flip up some – you can score. Shoot the ball, but you can't score if you don't shoot the ball. Um, I don't have a problem with, um, with, um, with the Lakers shooting a lot of threes like Tom said because against certain teams, they are going to pack the paint. Miami's one of those teams. They are going to give you more threes. Now, 45, okay, that may be a little bit more, but I don't have a problem with you, you know, shooting the threes when the when the defense kind of gives you those open shots. So, THT just got to, he's got to, you know, he's got to pull it. He's got to shoot it. He can't dribble it, you know, dribble into the lane too much um, all the time. He's too predictable. Caruso's the opposite. He won't dribble into the lane and shoot it. <laughs> Jamie's ragging on, on, uh, on Vogel's offense. When you take your creator uh, intruder out, when you take AD out, how many guys from the Lakers have you can get a ball, they can put the ball on the basket, on the ground, and create something? You got THT, and he's not really playing that great right now. Kuzma, not really. He's pretty much been a catch-and-shoot guy. Um, so, I mean, our offense is challenged. We're going to have more games like this. I mean, it is what it is. When Morris is not hitting open threes, um, Horeo's going to do his thing. Uh, KCP was a good sign. That was a very good sign to see him hit some threes. So, but our team, we are offensively challenged right now. So, to that point, as long as we play good D and keep ourselves in game, I'll be happy with it. Today, I don't think our defense was that great. I think that was more of a byproduct of Miami being tired on a long road trip um, than it was. I didn't see us really locked down on defense until the fourth quarter. And the fourth quarter was really good. But... The biggest, I mean, you cannot call that. You cannot run that play when the game on the line. You cannot have Wes Matthews running off a screen, pulling up with a shot. He's a catch and shoot guy. He cannot, he cannot score off the dribble at all. So whoever drew that play up, I'll please explain that thought process to me. I'd rather LeBron shooting over two guys than Wes Matthews shooting wide open, you know, off the dribble. So Lee, I, I think the big, I think the bigger question is, did anybody draw that play out? Uh, no, I'm not sure anybody right. did. Yeah, <laughs> why why like... is he down in the corner? And remember, not only once but twice was LeBron in the corner. Why is he in the corner? You know, not once but twice in the last two minutes of a game, last minute of a game, uh, primarily the last two of the last three. That's where LeBron chose to go. Uh, that's uh, that's something you well, have to uh, scratch your head in. With. Listen, there's two, there's two things that you have to understand about LeBron James teams. Number one, the offense is decided. What we do on the court when LeBron is there is decided by LeBron James. That's the first thing. So LeBron saw that he was being doubled. Look at look at every time that, that, that THT, who is an outstanding finisher on a drive, went inside. He had three guys on him in the paint. Every time LeBron went in there, three guys, including Abadeo, on the, in the paint. So they gave bio. We took what they gave us, which was the open threes, and we missed them. Yep. Now, the second thing, and this is the more important point, and this goes especially not only to Frank Vogel, but to Rob Palenka. What do you do to build a championship team around LeBron James? High volume, high percentage, three-point shooters. Who that is the high percentage, the high volume, three-point shooter on the Lakers? That it's LeBron James. That's ass backwards. <laughs> That was not our formula last year. Well, but last year we shot about the same as we did this year. Yeah. So and I, I, we should have we should have added some real shooting off season, 
but we really didn't because the shooters we added were guys who shoot two or three shots a game. They aren't the guys like you go to, you, you, you look at some of these teams, you look at Utah, you look at the Clippers, you look at the Philadelphia, look at, not Philadelphia, look at the... Uh, oh, Seth Curry getting Seth Curry. Seth Curry. Curry. Yeah, Curry. But we, need, we need guys who shoot eight or nine threes a game. You want, Dun- you want Duncan Robinson on the team. Sure, you need a guy like that. We don't I have agree. a guy like that. We don't have a guy like that who can get smoking hot and make eight out of ten threes and you walk away with an easy win. One guy I mean, like that is okay. KCP could be that guy, but he's just I don't know. He's, he's out to lunch. He's, he's he's just not involved. He's not mentally, I don't know what his deal is. I don't I, well, I also we don't run we don't run any plays to get those guys shots because we don't run any plays. We don't we run have run. guys. And, and we, this we, is we, that's the well, problem. Hold on, and this is something that Jamie Sweet mentioned, uh, that Kendrick Nunn who seems to always play well against the Lakers. It's so funny how he just falls out of the rotation and it's just like at the back end of the bench, then somehow manages to go ahead when necessity hits for the Heat. They go ahead and turn to him, say, can you do something for us? And then he comes through, and then it gets to the point where everybody gets healthy again, and he goes back and goes back into the back of the bench again. I just don't understand why they have zero confidence in Kendrick Nunn's game. I mean, as soon as this guy goes ahead and goes to another team, all star against us. <laughs> yeah, I, he, I'm, not gonna say he's, I'm not going to say he's an all star. Period. But no. the guy's a scorer. The guy can fill it up. He's a and member the of the all Lakers, the all anti Lakers. Uh, he's no Boogie Cousins, future all star. Well, I'm just saying he, he you oh. know, as soon as he gets an opportunity full time to be a full player, you know, regardless of whether they're injured or sick, I love Boogie, or whatever. No, please, no. Well, they got, they, they got, they got Hero. They got Duncan Robinson. They get, and they have Dragicus. I mean, it's you know, those are they got. Always falls out of the rotation. It's always not falls funny. out of the rotation. It's because he doesn't, Gerald. It's because he doesn't play defense the way Spo likes to play. That's the that's 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 the bottom line. You yeah. got to play defense on a Maya, on the Miami Heat. Kendrick Nunn is is a gunner, and he does. He, you know, he hasn't learned the lesson that Kyle Kuzma learned. Like, if you want to stick in the NBA on a on a professional basketball team, and a professional basketball associated, and all all these guys who are in the NBA can do all sorts of things. But can you do it within a structure? Can you do it with in a in a, in a on a team and make it work on a team? But he and shoots if, better than Kuzma. Yeah, but I mean, I would take Kuzma over Kendrick know, Nunn in every single. Uh, if if I was picking, I pick lighting it up this year like last year. Kendrick Nunn and, or and Kyle Kuzma, Kuzma? Frankly, Kuzma's shooting thirty six percent from three. Kuzma's doing great. He's playing, he's, re, he's he's in the top five in offensive rebounding. In the, he's fifth league. in the league in defensive rating. Like he's playing and great this season. Dramatically, his defense I'm just saying that uh, that's the issue with Kendrick Nunn is that he is one dimensional yeah. is that his, his skill set is one dimensional. Uh, now, is it a skill set we could use hundred percent and yeah. we should trade somebody for him pronto. Yeah, it does. I don't know how much he Kendrick Nunn makes. Us. That's for no, sure. no. Well, why not? We're on the, we're on the other side of the world. Yeah. They don't think that way though. No, 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 no. Pat, Pat, Ra- Pat, Ra- yeah, Pat, yeah. Leaves right. Pat Riley ain't trained. Nobody good does. No, it's like, no. Because he trade us, he trade us AI. That's who he trade us. We only lost by two points. And what we need to do, here's the answer of what we need to do. We can't more than 17 points in the fourth. We have to come out and play defense in the first half, like we do in the second half. You got behind by 15, falling behind by 10 points, and playing the entire game from behind. Yeah, first quarter we got we were down 36-23. That gasses yeah. you so badly that it just takes the heart out of the game. Especially LeBron. LeBron just doesn't have – he can't – he can't – Stop complaining about <laughs> the fouls. That are yeah, no. Fouls. Well, but, I mean, at some point, they, I, I, I'm looking at the free throw. Like, the Heat the the, the, the shot 23 – the Heat shot 23 feet. First time, so they never do it again. Well, let I me don't. ask you this. Okay, it got to the point, you're right, where it got a little bit ridiculous. And, of course, a lot of the calls yeah, were wrong. kind of – you know. Um, well, some of the calls were legitimate for the Lakers that they should have gotten. For instance, uh, who was Alex Crusoe guarding? Alex Crusoe was guarding, was it Nunn? The Nunn bumped into Adebayo himself. And Crusoe gets called him. for the foul. Crusoe got called for the foul. Yeah. Ridiculous. That bump every game, every drive to the every hoop. Di- right. And, and, and drive to the hoop. Every 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 time we put a guy hand on a guy's hip driving to the hip, they get LeBron gets an elbow 
arm, shoulder on his drives. No, he shot six yeah. free throws tonight. Yeah, it was uh, – yeah. I think he got tired of the Lakers complaining, but you open up the game. LeBron, you're clipping Duncan Robinson shooting a three-pointer. Later yeah. on, uh, later on, KCP – Runs into Robinson him. also throws his leg out on those three pointers. He on does, and wow. you know he does. He so threw that, he threw that leg out to to, to catch Quip. West Matthews. But he Lee's right. Lee's right. Time. Don't clip him. Then you I gotta. You know. you know he does it, Tom. I mean, then don't do yeah. it. Right. Easier uh, said than done. Easier said than done. But yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. Again, right. We gotta find ways to manufacture. Especially when Frank is telling you to challenge every three, because our focus is to. Our focus used to be to prevent layups. Our focus now is to prevent threes. <laughs> kind kind of. Again, we, we again. trade to protect the rim for protect the three. No. We, we need um, to find ways to manufacture points when LeBron James is out of the lineup because it really looked bad in that third quarter. Remember, the Lakers did have a lead Anthony in Davis the third quarter. The answer. Well, even <laughs> when AD's in there by himself – the Lakers have to do more that you've even said and commented. In fact, last year, this was a point of contention where when AD was in and LeBron was out, the Lakers manufacturing that offense didn't look smooth. It looked a little bit better this year oh, when, yeah, you, you know, when that happened. We're still negative with LeBron yeah. off the court. Yeah, you're, you're right. Last year and this year. Yeah, well, I mean, and you're always going to be that way. But it's just closing that gap, just finding at least right. two four or six more points during that stretch when he's out of the game where you can go ahead and manufacture points. Sure, Schroeder could have been that difference tonight and very well may have been the difference because he can do yeah, something. But some he's shooting 31% from three, too, <laughs> which is not good. No, that's not good. And, and and no, am I going to say this? I'm just saying that when LeBron goes out of the game, even for such a minuscule amount of time like he did in that third quarter, the Lakers have to do uh, find well, something. You can't run the LeBron offense when LeBron's on the bench. <laughs> no, that means you got to have some plays. You got to have some plays. If AD's out and Schroeder's out again in the next game, I mean, I'm assuming AD's going to be out till well after the All Star break. So Schroeder's that's not going to be out all week. Schroeder's going to be out all week. So I would like for us to put Gasol in when LeBron goes to the bench and run the offense through Mark Gasol. Let Mark Gasol. Here's a crazy idea. Let the seven footer who's really good at scoring around the basket try and score around the basket a couple of times. I, I, I there are things that we don't. There are like whole tools well, we don't use on this team that I don't understand. The basket because he can't get yeah, up. Yeah, that's uh, he can't score around the basket. What, what they should that. do with him though, but you know, here's a good point. What they should do with him. The problem is, is that when you play him at the top of the key, or above, uh, you know, above the uh, above free the throw line. Free throw line he clogs up that whole area from driving because his guy's going to can sag. Yeah. And his guy is quick enough to get back to him. They should play him in the corner. I would rather see him. I'd rather see him at the, I'd rather see him. I'd rather see him at the three point elbow and an attack on the strong side, because then he's a long way away and he's the perfect guy that they'll leave open for a three point shot. And he's better in the corner shooter than he is from the top of the key. I the think he's good. Is, he's, the problem is we're talking about how we can get Mark Casar in there. That's problem number one. Surround LeBron <sighs> with high volume, high percentage shooters. Let's see. Who do we have that checks that list? Kuzma. Anybody shoot six threes a game? No. Oh, LeBron. That's it. Anybody else shoot six threes a game? Not, no. not even AD, who's Not even AD. Five threes Kuzma a game? Good. No. Kuzma. Kuzma will want to shoot six threes. Well, Kuzma takes four point two threes and shoots thirty six percent. That's good. Right. Yeah. We're going up I mean, against teams that have two guys that take eight threes a game well, and shoot well, 39 percent. As a starter, as a starter, how is Kuzma doing? I mean, that's different. That all that goes up because Kuzma gets more minutes now because AD's out. I mean, now he is an individual that is Kuzma's going to turning into Caruso, who can score. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying Kuzma is now taking those six threes like you're asking when he's starting and he's in the lineup like right now. But they threes, need more. four of them. But they need more. They need more than that. Yeah. And they need one of these other guys to go ahead and be aggressive as well. Kuzma only hesitated once, I saw, uh, on yeah, the yeah. shot that he should have taken. Yeah, that, that corner shot. He, that, that corner shot. He had yeah, it open. Four yeah. for 11. He shot, he shot four for 11 from three tonight, Tom. Four for believe 11. me, those corner shots are so much easier to make than the – then they above the above the line threes and the, those are always difficult shots. I would like I would like to see them put uh, THT in the starting lineup against certain teams. It wouldn't have worked against Miami because you need yeah. Miami. Uh, they could 
But if you're playing against a team that don't have a, an explosive guy that we have to worry about scoring and lighting us up, put THT in there. Let's get another person who can create, who can score the ball. Yeah. Tell the shooters out. Yeah. yeah. And the problem, the problem is, is that everybody, everybody probably is watching tonight's game thinking that, oh, this is the, this is yeah. the new formula to beat the Lakers. Let them shoot the three. Let them shoot the threes. Let's sag off. Let's double LeBron. Make him give up the ball, and then everybody else sag into the key. Yeah, well, twin guys that can kill you. Yeah, Morris is not going to continue to shoot whatever he's been shooting from three point range. Oh, 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 for, oh, oh for two tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. for three. Oh, Sorry, oh, 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 oh for three. Oh, three. Yeah. I think uh, he's shooting um, 10% or something like that. It's for... it's absurdly bad. He's been absurdly bad this year. Like, yeah. I would say he's been the most disappointing Laker this year. I would teach Vogel to. You know, bench him. <laughs> I mean, he yeah, has, yeah. but now he's playing and he's still missing shots. No, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I mean, I, I, Morris and KCP. Well, we're down to a nine-man still... rotation because we lost AD and Shirley. yeah, we've, there's nobody left to play. Uh, I'm surprised they haven't tried Alfonso McKinney a little more. I'm well, not going to lie. Cook, they tried Cook the other night. Yeah, yeah I would have tried. I tried. I tried, tried McKinney over Cook. McKinney. I I think there's a lot more in McKinney's game than there's in Quinn Cook's game. I I like. Quinn Cook as a person. I like Quinn Cook on our bench as like, you know, the 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 guy, you know, the rah-rah guy on the bench. But uh I would at this point, like How we're many shooting of those so, guys you need though is the question. <laughs> just Quinn Cook. And that's why I would go to I would I would have got Dudley. Cook and yeah, Dudley. Well, on. no, no, no. Dudley is the secret weapon, Tom. Don't he forget. needs to retire and go pitch his book. Oh that's all God. he needs to do right now. He needs it's, to retire and pitch his a, book. That's it's a forty-two. It's, we, it's forty. It's forty-two pages. It's forty-two pages considered a book points. nowadays. It's ridiculous. Forty-two. Oh yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Laker Tom wants to talk. Go Sorry. ahead. Tom. Let's end the podcast on a positive note because yes, we yes. only lost the game by two points. Sure. Against the Eastern champion from last year, Kuzma had showed some great defense and some great effort. LeBron had a horrible game, and we still only lost by two points. We finally shot and made 14 threes, I think, and took 45. That's probably the tops this season. We are due to, if Frank believes in the regression of the mean, and the mean means that we're going to start hitting those shots. Give us 45 the next game, and I bet we'll make more than 28.9%. Kenny unleashed in three, hit three threes, including a clutch one down the stretch, a corner three, that a difficult angled corner three. Wes Matthews played some outstanding defense. We held Miami to 35 points in the second half. We had three or four opportunities to win the game. That's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. So you just got to look at this as, this is how we're going to have to struggle as long as AD and Schroeder are out of the game. But when they come back, and March 24th is coming up soon, the Lakers are going to have to make some moves to get some three-point shooting, some higher-volume three-point shooting. They need to add at least one guy who shoots seven, eight, nine threes a game. Guy, he's not going to have the minutes to get up that many shots. I mean, I don't. I'm well, sure he will because he's going to have to be traded for. We're not going to. You're not going to find that guy on the waiver on the waiver list. You're going to have to trade somebody for them, and the people that you're going to trade are probably is that going a proven to be formula in the playoffs. Starting guards. That, what you're saying is it a proven formula in the playoffs? So far in the regular season, we're pretty much matching everything we did last year in the regular season, and then in the playoffs we turned up our defense a little bit, and we became a little more efficient. Our three point shooting. We also we also jumped from 31 from 30 shots and 33s attempted per game in the playoffs last year to 35 a game. Okay, so we let's do that. Lot more threes, let's and we made a higher percentage in the playoffs. Let's do that again. Can we do that again? Pardon? I said, why can't we do that again? I think that we'll try to do that again. But I, I think, for me, if you look at the big difference this year, the whole league is shooting 1.1% better from deep than they did last year. And the top four teams in the league – the Lakers, the Clippers, the Jazz, and uh, who's the other one? Who am I missing in there? Philly. Portland. Portland. I'm sorry. Portland. 
Portland, those are those all three of those teams and the Nets who were likely to play in the that's who is missing. The Nets and Portland were likely to end up going through Portland, then the Clippers, then the Jazz, and then the Nets. That's probably going to be the gauntlet that we have to go through to win a championship. And all four of those teams range from nine to four points per game differential in threes that they generate from three-point shots that they make versus allowed. We're running right now one minus negative one. Last year, we were plus positive one. We need, and, and we're already ranked in the top five defensively for the number of threes that we allow, the number of threes that teams make, and the percentage. So we can't get much better defensively. Yeah, I just don't know how much that. The offense, it's last the, year in the play play offense. Last year, last year, Utah, Denver. I mean, last year, Utah, Houston, and Dallas, I believe, was the top three in, in um, regular season in point differential from three-point range. And in the playoffs, those three teams, it couldn't sustain it. Right. So I don't know. The playoffs were the bubble playoffs last year. Yeah, the well. There as, as we saw from the Miami Heat being the team that made it to the finals. I mean, that's uh, – listen, Miami if you're going to say that, then this is then this is the bubble regular season. <laughs> this is the bubble regular season then. And it's – it's this is – I mean, that argument doesn't hold much water with me. I mean, it, it, then it's then it's a bubble championship for that for us. Is that how you yeah, think of it? Because yeah, I don't I mean, think – you're think diminishing them, you're diminishing the Lakers. That's what I'm saying. And no, I'm not going to diminish that accomplishment. Not, so. it, depends. it just depends. They happen, to, they happen to play well that way. And you would have thought that the Lakers would the Lakers would have been affected most because we have the home court advantage, we have the crowd, we have the fans in every other stadium where we go, every other arena we go to. The Lakers, the difference was LeBron James. LeBron James made molded that team and kept them together in the bubble. That kind of leadership. You didn't find the Lakers going out to Magic City to you know buy wings every every night and doing things like that. The Lakers kept their whole act together and they, and they really came out and played great basketball. Um, and maybe we can do that again in the playoffs, but it ain't going to be as easy this year as it was last year. Cause you got to remember our three, during, shooting, our three point shooting has become our Achilles heel. Because you got to remember though, that in the bubble, in the end of the regular season, in those final eight games, the Lakers looked atrocious. So uh, well, but yeah, but we didn't, need, we didn't need to win any of those games. Yeah. We need to and, win four of those games. And, and all season last year, we, we, we were to win one. <laughs> we, we were concerned about three-point shooting all, all, all of the, you know, all the regular season last year, we were concerned about our three-point shooting. Yeah. I, well, almost hard, you know, this is a, this is simple. You're right in one sense, Jamie, that this is the anti-bubble, you know, it's, it's the same crazy thing because everybody is in the middle of a pandemic. You can't go out with your buddies after the game. You don't have your normal routine. You know, you're, you got to travel and you're going to airports and there's and no people. The, no, the biggest thing is there's no people in the arena. I mean, everybody, the other everybody's got the same no home court advantage as we found out. Yeah. Right. Everybody's got the same challenges. So yeah, whatever, whatever it is. Well, it means that some advantages that you had aren't advantages anymore. Well, we'll take a look at uh, what those advantages now that can be for the Lakers coming up in the next few games. Lakers, hopefully, will get on track Monday versus the Washington Wizards. Uh, hopefully, the Lakers get on track. Well, that's my, that's, that no, that's my trap game. That's my oh. trap game. We're, we're going to go on a three-game losing streak. We're not going to lose three in a row. Admiral yes, Akbar right. does it again. But Are you really that, predicting a trap game? Come on. Hundred percent before. Oh it's no, not, I, I, I'm, really? I'm sticking with it. Yes, look at how our effort is so bad, dude. Like you can't even complete. Listen, the glass is not half empty when it's upside down, like you always have it. <laughs> wow. I mean, to predict that we're going to wow. lose to the Washington Wizards. That is an insult to LeBron. Don't, don't knock the Wizards now. Wizards is one. I know. They're, they're, yeah, the Wizards are on a streak right now. You got to move El Rob up into the upper left corner. He's getting infected already by the, hold on, hold on, by the guy on. in the lower right yeah, corner. In Portland right now going 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 into the front, right. I believe. So Washington's playing better. Dave's got that locked up. Don't even worry. Dave's got that locked up. Dave time's coming. We're not gonna they, lose to them. We better not lose to them with with uh, Utah. The, uh, I think we got Utah to clip. 
and and, and Denver or somebody it's right okay. after. You're safe. You're safe now, Lee. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to buy the storyline from the from the lower from the lower right, the oh, far right. Wow. I'm, 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 I'm coming for you, LT. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> if we don't play better, we can lose to Washington. It won't be, it won't be a shock to me. If the Lakers now I look like 80 points. When the Lakers play like this, anything is possible. Yeah, that's, that's all right. I'll say. That's all Washington, I'll say. Washington can score. They can score the ball. So. And they give up a lot of points, but we'll see what happens. And uh, and they're playing the champs, so they will come out ready. We we still have a target on our I back. like you down lower there, Gerald. That's good. You oh, know what, Tom? Boy. I also have the remove from stream button there. <laughs> well, that's right. Any can mute any of us. Well, yes, that's true as well. But guys, yeah, before... Tries that a lot, I'm sure. Well, sometimes when you guys are playing around or eating snacks or getting <laughs> drinks like Jamie and Nell Rob were today, it's like maybe I should hit that mute button just a couple more times because <laughs> your mics pick up everything. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, no worries. No worries. Not, Jamie does it every time. There's always a noise that Jamie makes during the course of a program that's just like like that. That's just going to appear. At, and it just annoys me when I see it back in post, but that's okay. I'll just get it. It's just, it's just par for the course. I try to mute myself when I type now, at least. I try to mute myself when I type now, at least, when I'm typing in the chat. That's true. That, that is a step. In the right we, have to, we just have to lower our expectations. No. Never. These are the because we're missing two important cogs, and it's in the middle of a long stretch that's going to be challenging. Uh, it's going to be challenging indeed. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. Hey, Lakers fans! Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the world champion, Los Angeles Lakers, well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. But guys, it's been great talking to each and every one of you. I always love our spirited conversations. Hopefully everyone out there does as well. Always love the feedback that I do get via Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com or at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter. But before we head on out, guys, if you go ahead and tell us what you're doing at Lakerholics.com, it is greatly appreciated. Or what you're looking forward to this week. Obviously, that Utah Jazz game is coming up on the horizon. Although, again, with two guys out of the lineup, I don't know how much I'm looking forward to it. No. But I'm going to start with you, Al Rob, my friend. Exactly. What are you looking forward to this week for everyone out there listening and watching at Lakerholics.com? Well, I'm looking forward to um, seeing us become more aggressive offensively. I'm looking forward to seeing the adjustments we make and seeing how guys like Caruso um, bounce back and and hopefully they kind of realize what they need to do when when we're missing Dennis and AD. So I'm looking forward to seeing how guys adjust their attitude. Kuzma, he's being super aggressive. That's great. Matthews isn't turning down many open shots, so he's doing what he's supposed to do. We need a few other guys to to do that as well. KCP and Caruso mainly. So I'm just looking for the 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 adjustment in how they um, are attacking the game more so than I am any specific opponent. Couldn't agree with you more on that. Well said, indeed. Of course, Jamie Sweet got five great things. Hasn't been so great lately, but what are you looking to do for Lakerholics.com? Besides make Laker Tom's blood pressure (laughs) go a little bit higher. I'm just going to advocate, you know, back down uh, basketball, big man, uh, back back to the basket basketball for for 40 more possessions per game than we're doing now, which is about zero. So uh, that would, you know, be the, I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to Friday when hopefully Dennis Schroeder comes back because uh, that is the one big piece missing. And it's been obvious uh, both when LeBron goes to the bench, but even when he and LeBron share the floor, it's just another guy who knows how to get to the cup 
knows how to, you know, get others involved and is better at it than Caruso or THT or KCP or Kuzma. And, and we need that on this team. Last year, that was Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley was that guy who was a little bit smarter, able to open up the offense a little bit. Uh, and we had better, we had just we had way better lob finishers last, last year. You know, we, we we're missing the lob finisher. So I wouldn't mind seeing a guy who can finish the lob. Uh, that's obviously not Mark Marcus All, and it's not really Trez. It's not really Trez's game. Trez is more of a get the shot up, and I'll 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 do my, do my work after that. So, I I I, would, I agree with LT. We need to uh, improve the three point shooting. I would like to see us get somebody who can, you know, play some defense, finish the lob, and uh, get some easy assist buckets uh, in the paint, because uh, that was one of our major strengths last year. That that we we don't have this year we you know we had two guys last year that could do that mcgee and howard and we have zero this year and that's that's i think that's kind of a big missing point i've been thinking about this and i threw a couple names out there the eric gordon one no because he's got a horrible contract even though he's playing terrific this year but he's gonna play terrific he's got three years left yeah no it's and he's for forever he's he's finishing his career in houston if he's like yeah uh but i do got two names and you could do them in a double trade they're out of orlando evan fournier and Cam Birch. Interesting. Just a little That's, I, they're both on contracts that you could get them because they're on the last year of their contracts. And Orlando is probably not going to make the playoffs this year and is probably looking for some young pieces to build around Vukovic with. And, and Birch at 6'10 yeah. can be mobile enough to go out there and guard like Tom is looking for, but he cannot yep. hit a three-point shot. No, 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 no. But Fournier, Fournier can. Fournier can. Fournier's not bad. I mean, you know, he's like another guy like all of our three-point shooters. He will he, shoot. He puts up yeah, shots. He'll take two a game. He'll take two a game. Yeah. He takes I, more than that, Tom. He averages he does 18 take, points on the, on the season. You got to take more than two of the game on that. Yeah. You, no, I, I, I would take He makes guys. two a game. I would take – yeah. Your hands were awesome from, from Orlando. He'll, he'll fulfill Tom's wish of guys cranking yeah. up threes without a conscience. Yeah, yeah. Guarantee you, he'll get six or seven up real quick. I think he's on a. I think I don't think he's on a last year of his contract though. No, I, uh, yeah, uh, I, I was thinking Fournier and Kim Birch because they're on the last year of their okay. contracts. That, that's why I was uh, looking at them. But I like that because, but but I don't know the. I don't know who we'd have to ship out. Uh, it might be it might be too much to get what they bring in. Either one of those guys makes much, and yeah, we have nothing but. Big contracts or or, or, or basic, yeah. We have we, we have a lot of that. When no. with Kuzma's poison pill, we don't have anybody in that four to five million dollars. KCP is the only one, and he's playing like you know. Million, no. No, no, but yeah, no, that's the mid. That's the mid range. That's the that's the mid range in the NBA these days. So. Well, but the guys you're talking about, yeah, but for Fournier, so I think Fournier is a twenty million dollar guy. They'll yeah. probably want THT. But, They'll probably want THT and and, uh, and KCP and maybe even like a Costas or a Kaycock or you know somebody throwing they, in the, they don't the even count in a trade. The two way salaries don't even matter. Uh, they don't calculate in the trade. Even. Oh, that's interesting. I know they don't count against. I guess they're not counting count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Cook, and Cook must just have so signed. So maybe you could trade Cook's contract because he just had to he's, sign. He's got a. I, we're coming up on. We're coming up close to a date where, because you had to guarantee his contract by yeah, I think this by now. Week. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 solid. So, yeah. By now, I knew it was sometime yeah, in late. Cousins February. Cousins just got his contract guarantee, and so that's what I, that's why he's getting waived now because he he's been a good good player for a good teammate for Houston. He's been on his best behavior. Hold on, that's why he they let him go ahead and guarantee his contract out of service to him mm-hmm. before they told him okay we're going to be benching you because we want to go younger because we're losing right now so but they did guarantee his contract so i think it was right around the time that most of these non-guaranteed players right i think like cook have also been guaranteed as well but laker tom i know you've got a lot going on as well uh, maybe not as angry as as jamie or l rob are probably going to say is if we tried to articulate it certainly not myself but I know you got a lot of great things going on at Lakerholics.com. So share us with thoughts. Also your medium.com article site as well. So please share us your thoughts on what you're doing at Lakerholics.com. Well, I'm in the middle of an article that uh, you could probably expect after what's happened with the Lakers. It's four trades that the Lakers can make to improve their, to, to land high volume, high percentage three point shooters. And it'll be out tomorrow. Don't tell me Oladipo again. That's us. Awesome. He's yeah, high, high volume. 
any three point shooters. Okay, so that's why Oladipo will not be on there. That's good. Because <laughs> he's he's not high no. percent. Yes. And give him another year. Add that that um, give him another year. Nobody nobody is safe. Nobody is safe indeed. Well, Maybe in LeBron. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, AD and LeBron is safe. And maybe Frank Vogel, too, yes. Uh, even though Jamie Sweet is is kind of, you know, shaking his head. Eh. No, you know, I, I I just gave Frank three articles ago. I gave Frank props, and I regret it. I've regretted it every day since. I should have <laughs> oh just, stay, just stayed quiet because we were doing fine, and then I gave him props, and the offense Winning was chasing He still gives him no credit at all. I, what you are know? you talking about? I said I just gave him credit, and then I was uh, yeah. And then you uh, took it away, I right? There. Hold, I, I wouldn't hold the offensive woes against Frank only, because oh, I think, a share I think to a certain extent a coach is limited by what he has on the bench. You know, it's limited by the roster the front office gave him, and it's also limited by the fact that this is LeBron James' team, and to a certain extent, the offense is a LeBron offense. You know. Um, I blame Rob Palinka basically for, you know, I, 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 every year we've done an experiment in the off season where for three years now in a row, we've tried different ways of surrounding LeBron with the right mix of players. And it didn't really work that first year. Magic's whole idea of, you know, bringing in these, Playmakers. Well, we and Lakers were what, were they, what were they? They were fifth in the West before LeBron went down. They were they were playing yeah. good. So yeah, right. they were they were, but but still, you know, it was a young team with a lot of young kids. They weren't going to be in the then last year. Last year, basically, no. they they had this idea that they were going to they were going to really protect the rim with 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 a couple of real rim protectors, um, and Vogel really made a genius move in in making the shift away from those guys that got us into the playoffs, got us shooting more threes, got us rotating faster, playing small ball a lot more, and we won a championship. So this year we we went into a, a mode of, of shifting away from trying to do the same thing we did in the playoffs during the regular season, that we were going to play smaller and faster and still try to protect the rim, but we didn't get any rim protectors to replace the two rim protectors we let go. And it's kind of interesting when you look at the team that's really doing the best job at rim protection and three-point shooting today, it's the Utah Jazz. They rank first in three-point defense and first in three-point offense. And they have a 9.3 differential that they get in every game because they win the three-point battle almost all the time. They're doing that with a rim protector and with a guy who is an old is Jamie Jamie's old school defense only player. Uh, all he can do is dunk in Gobert, and we made a route to go away from that. And it's Wait it, when he does it in the playoffs. When Utah, when they, when this formula works for them in the playoffs, I'll you're right there. That. You're right there, Lee, because I think that I think that you can play Gobert off the floor. In the playoffs, I think you can play him off the floor because he has he last year he was played off the floor. Yeah. So that that's that's the big factor. And and we've made that move, but and, and I'll say this. Hold on, let me add this. The like, two centers uh, we got are just two. I mean, Who's I the mean, second one? Well, let Carol. me just say this in that series against Denver, Jokic clearly had the matchup one on one when they face up one clearly Jokic clearly has a matchup that's better. Uh, on Gobert, that's a, it's a clear favorite advantage for them. When it comes yeah. to a team defensive concept, there is no better as far as Gobert being able to go ahead and scout through the lane and being able to go ahead and rover and things of that nature. But matchups, I guess, like we said, we saw that was exploited in the Denver series. Yep. So you're right; he was played off the floor on that occasion. And he can, and I, and I think that that's that's one of the things that the Lakers front office recognized, and and the coaching staff recognized they, that the game is changing, and and the real threat that you have to be able to defend is the three point shot, and we've done a good job at that, but what we haven't done is a good enough job revolutionizing the offensive side of the game so that we're a better three point shooting team, um, because we're basically the same three point shooting team we were last year which is mediocre. We rank right now 27th in attempts, 27th in makes, 
and 29th now in percentage. Now that puts a lot of pressure on you to, you know, and it makes you one dimensional in a sense that teams like the heat can come in and play this type of defensive strategy, this drop coverage, double LeBron. And, and obviously the lack of shooter and AD makes us extremely vulnerable and susceptible to that type of tactic. And then we won't be as susceptible in the playoffs. There will be weapons that Frank has to counter that. Right now, our problem is, is that we're a little light on those weapons to counter the types of moves that people are making. Um, we did the right thing tonight. We we let the shots fly other than a couple of times. Um, my wife got all pissed at me from screaming, <laughs> screaming to take the shot. You know, I was just so angry. Uh, <laughs> it's just like... Demerit. You get a demerit. I got chewed out. I got chewed out for that. She just she just slammed the door and went downstairs. Well, you're you <laughs> being nicely tonight, or you get right. chewed out by me as well for that. Sorry Laker about Tom, that. You, you get a demerit. I take All right. it. But we'll tell you what, guys, <laughs> F-bomb or not, it's going to be very interesting how this week will lay out. Hopefully, Tom will not have more F-bombs in his not-too-distant future, and hopefully he'll Sorry be saying, well, F-yeah. Maybe he'll say F-yeah with the Lakers with two good wins this week against uh, Utah and, of course, on Monday against Washington. We're hard against Utah, but uh, we're, we're hoping. No, we're hoping. Washington we'll will get. Yeah, no, we won't. Actually, when you play Utah and on Friday we play uh, we play Portland. So those are those yeah. are two of the four teams that have the best three point differential in the league. Uh, here we go again. But everyone out there, we truly appreciate you listening and watching to all this great, you know, I guess, back and forth that we always <laughs> have here at the Lakers Fast Break. If you have any questions for us at Lakers Fast Break, Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com. Please go ahead and support L. Rob, Laker Tom, and Jamie Sweet every time they go ahead and post new things, new articles, new comments, or anything that they do at Lakerholics.com. And please support us any way that you can right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. <laughs>